0: hello everyone welcome to the chicago justice show i'm your host tracy siska i'm also executive director of the chicago justice project you can find out more about our transparency work and accountability work at chicagojustice.org thank you so much for joining our show today Our main segment tonight is going to be on um, basically a Twitter thread I was part of um, yesterday and a little bit this morning. And usually I don't bring those things to the show. I let them just stay and have a life on Twitter. But this one in particular is just filled with so much... Trumpian, I know-ism, it's obvious-ism, we know better, we don't have any facts, it's obvious, you don't need any facts, you don't need science, you don't need anything, we just know. And I, I just couldn't help to spend some time talking about it, um, so I'll show, I'll show you some of the tweets, and uh, we'll talk about it, and uh, at the end of the segment, I'll give you why it's pretty funny that these people are fighting with us, it's about Kim Fox, Cook County State's Attorney's Office, and whether she's to blame for the rise in crime her and her policies and how hilarious it is that people are fighting with us and making us defend fox um in the in the end basically we're defending science there's a difference um, but science obviously at all facets of our life in america now is under attack and you just have to excuse me you have to stand up against I know and we know, and common sense tells us. Oh, God, reactionary forces, all Trumpianism. But we'll talk about that. But first, I want to talk to you about sponsoring this show. You can go to ChicagoJustice.org or CJPNation.org, either one, and you can get information about sponsoring our show. Um, we stream three times a week. The times will be changing soon, but we, we, we stream three times a week. We also, the show's available on our pod is a podcast, highly uh, suggest you subscribe. We're going to have some special content going to the pod in the next few weeks. Um, but we want to expand our streaming to cover legislative meetings from the city through the Illinois General Assembly to deal with justice issues. All of that greatness, but we need your help to help fund it. So please go to ChicagoJustice.org or CJPNation.org, make a donation, or contact, contact us at any of the social media you're watching us on now, and um, we can customize a plan for you next if you're watching us right now live any of the social media you are on drop a comment or a question in the chat while we're going along with the show today and hopefully it'll be included and i'll try to answer all the questions i possibly can if i'm looking this way it's because i am trying to read um um, the comments and we got one kyle nyberg the trump people got two bites at the at the apple against kim fox once in the Dumb primary once in the general they're not going to stop right crime could plummet to 70 percent lower than it's ever been in chicago and they would not stop they don't like progressive ideas they don't like black females they don't like anyone that stands in the way of the police or the police union so and it's not about effectiveness and i as you'll see in the stream on the twitter thread um, just to, well, let's get to it. And then I will, um, before I go to it, this is what started it. This is a tweet by Paul Vallis. Now, Paul Vallis, ex-CEO of public schools, he's been on the show a couple of times. He's run, um, he's run, um, for mayor, a couple other offices. He may have run for governor in the last mayor race. He did so well, he was actually below Bob Fioretti, if you ever remember who he is. He's an ex-alderman that ran for every public office he could and just got crushed in all those elections. Well, Paul Vallas was below him. And Paul Vallis has white guyism to the maximumism. He claims to be liberal, but he just spouts out so many, not so much economically, but criminal justice related. It is Trumpianism, alt-rightism ideas. And here's one. So the, the tweet reads, so mayor's solution to re- reduce gun violence is sue gangs in civil court. I'm sure they will make them cower in fear. Stemming violent crime requires four things. Making arrests, bringing charges, deny bail, impose long sentences. That's not happening under current city and county leaders. Way to go, Paul. Nothing you have advocated for has anything to do in science. It's not based in science at all. In fact, the science just proves you wrong time and time and time again. But when you're down the Trumpianism way, you don't care. Facts are meaningless. So this was the tweet that started it. So let's get to some of the responses. I asked Paul, basically, I, I tweeted back and I said, can you show us evidence for any of those things that work that you just advocated for? And here is some of the responses. So I'm going to say Souk Madik, who's Pop 34 on Twitter. Bond reform is not the cause of increase in crime despite people on bond committing crimes. LOL, a bunch of faces, okays. Zero fear of police and zero fear of consequences equals emboldened criminals. Well, prove it, prove it, my friend, the zero fear of police and zero fear of consequences is rhetoric right out of John Cotton Zara, Mr. FOP president, Mr. 50, uh, complaints against him, president of the police union. That's all it is. The police have been saying this for a hundred years. The criminals don't fear us. They don't respect us. This is nothing new. And if you look on Twitter today, I went back and forth a little bit with the Beachwood Reporter. Um, wow, I just figured out what that name is. And I'm not going to say it on the pod. You can, and if you're if you're on the pod, if you're listening on the pod, you can see the, the video um, on any of our social media. Um, thanks, Eric. My engineer pointed it out for us. Um, this is a trope that's been going on forever. It's a trope because um, if you see today on Twitter, there was I went back and forth with the Beachwood reporter a little bit, Steve Rhodes, who's a uh, friend of the show, talking about how police morale is at the lowest it's ever been. How is that possible? Every year, the police reporters and cop reporters and crime reporters talk about how police morale is as low as it can get. Is there no bottom to police morale? Come on, it's got to bottom out at some point. But it's a trope that white police able to say over and, and not even just white police, all police, but mostly white police, mostly white male police. So here's the next one. Same guy. The evidence is what's happening now. CWB, that's CWB Chicago, the alt-right attempted at a news outlet that's actually a political operation. CWB has a list of felonious thugs out on bond or EM, electronic monitoring, who have committed felonies. Newsflash, bad guys belong in jail. No, well, first of all, what's a bad guy? And since this guy is thinks the police work for him and don't fear abuse of the system, it won't be used against him, anything the cops do is right. If you're a conservative, which you purpet, purpe, uh, what? Purport, purport to be from your tweets, then I think you would be against um, the government just locking someone up for years waiting for a trial just because a cop said he did something. And by the way, may I recommend you go look up the definition of bond and bail and what it's for. Um, And by the way, just because some people out on bail are committing felonies does not mean it's what's driving the increase in violence and crime in Chicago. If you look at this and nowhere in your definition is the pandemic, you have a problem. Back to the comments. Are Trump people the ones stopping fixes for policing? My answer to that is no, There are definitely a roadblock, Carl. But in my opinion, the biggest, um, roadblock is li- is mainstream conservative Democrats or just slightly liberal Democrats, you know, life fit for all her rhetoric has been horrific on police reform. In my opinion, she's done nothing she's promised she's the roadblock it isn't if you look at the alderman you don't it isn't spazato it isn't raymond lopez it isn't napolitano because they would just get run over it's the democ it's the hardcore democrat uh mainstream democrats that don't want police reform the reality is there isn't an alderman for the most part in chicago there are a few uh um socialist ones now uh rodriguez hadden martin uh uh, Cinchel Lopez and others. I'm sorry if for I'm forgetting all their names now, but those aldermen don't mind taking progressive steps and will take responsibility for what follows, thinking that the long term consequences of their policies are going to be better for their communities. Most aldermen want no part of that, they don't want to take any responsibility for what goes on for anything. So they will sidestep everything and just blame the police department. Okay, let's go to the next one. Uh, I guess it's C. And he's replying. I mean, you've got to be kidding me to even ask that question. Her policies and her office's track record on accountability and charging offenders coupled with a nearly doubling in violent crime. That's what the previous poster meant. It's very obvious. Nearly doubling in violent crime. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's say we're not going to probably get there, but let's say, excuse me, we get to 800 murders this year. That means we'd have had to been to 400 last year which we weren't and even if you take 800 as of last year which we weren't at that means in 19 we were at 400 which we weren't all of this ladies and gentlemen is devoid of anything to do with the pandemic it's just the policies of the police agencies it has nothing to do with the pandemic because if it has to do with the pandemic then the fixes are beyond looking at the criminal justice system. How anyone in their right mind can think that crime and urban centers, which is up all over the country, all over the country, is not related to the unbelievable health, job, economic, and housing insecurity that this country is facing is mind-boggling. The pressure that is put on just average people in America, let alone the members of the communities that have the least resources, that have the least faith in the system, that have been objectified and pushed down and repressed and oppressed for God, decades, decades and decades and decades. And you expect there to be no response. You're going to see through this entire thread. It has no one mentions the pandemic, not a single person. And remember, they're always they're talking about her policies are horrible. They're causing all this crime. We'll get to that in a minute. So we're back to uh, our original poster. What you failed to mention is the increase in trauma hospitals and developments in medical science that have saved lives. Well, without the advancement in science and additional trauma hospitals, you'd have the same numbers, probably worse. Okay, but I never said anything about the numbers of homicides or anything. I don't, where did that come from? Once again, I keep posting here, show me data, make a causal connection between bail reform or bond reform, depends how you want to, you know, f- phrase it and violence. And not like there was not, not, not anyone that I got on in bail reform. No one has committed a, an additional crime. No, that happens. Sorry. It does. There's like a 70% recidivism rate when people get out of prison. What research has shown is that it is not a significant contributor. It is not the driver for the increase in crime and violence in Chicago. These people don't care. That's why they can't argue the actual question. On to the next one, Duke of Montrose. That people are very worried about crime in this city and fed up with it. And before you say crime in the 80s and 90s were worse, I don't believe you. I don't care what you believe, Mr. Duke of Montrose. Don't worry about facts. You don't have to believe them. Could you get any more Trumpian than that? Anyways, I'll continue people weren't randomly being shot on expressways and leaving surprise birthday parties and just walking down the street in the eighties and nineties. Well, do you know that there were no shootings on the expressways in the eighties and nineties, do you know that for a fact in the late eighties and early nineties, we had nearly a thousand murders in Chicago. So that was not as bad as it is now, or is it just that we have social media now. So you're m- more hyper aware of it because it's, you're being bombarded by images of it 24 hours a day. And honestly, it's the same thing when you're talking about violence against, uh, police violence against communities of color throughout the US. Has it skyrocketed? Probably not. It actually might be better now than it has been in years, you know, decades ago. But it's just that we're seeing it all now because everyone has a video camera in their pocket. You weren't around. How do you know people weren't randomly being shot in expressways? You have no clue. But facts don't matter. This is more Trumpianism. I know for sure. The next one, the COVID kid. RJD529. Now, you know, when you're talking about females and any type of power, you're, um, you're going to get misogynism misogyny it's coming i was just waiting for it so here is he replying to me dude when you pull your head out of your out from underneath foxy's foxy's skirt that, that has nothing to do look at the criminals she has released to commit crimes against humanity again and again okay ladies and gentlemen once again cause a link they don't have to have one and for this one we throw in a little misogyny now, I wonder, does Foxy's have anything to do with her being black? I don't know what Foxy's is. Her name is Fox. Why would you alter it? Because you want it to mean degrade. Is it just that she's a woman or is it because she's a black woman that you altered her name? Another comment by Carl Nyberg, people's fear of crime is driven by media consumption and not the amount of crime. Damn straight. I agree hundred percent with you, Carl. The problem now that we're facing is we have social media 24 hours a day, and we have a lot of um, political operations that cloak themselves as media operations, CWB Chicago, which is an alt-right conservative um, outlet that all it does is report on crime. All the reporting on crime that used to be done in the 80s that the media has stopped because they see how dangerous and worthless it is, they have picked up. Chicago City CityWire, now we have Chicago Contrarian as an alt-right outlet of craziness, where Second City Cop Blogs shut down, but now they're reposting there. So I agree with you. I agree that the media is very much to blame for all of this, and social media. Back to Duke of Montrose. You want facts? I'll give you facts. Okay, now, here we go. Let's see what the alt-right and facts can be. A number of friends and neighbors, all longtime Chicagoans, have said they don't feel comfortable staying out late downtown. They and myself have have all actually rerouted to 294 when headed to South Suburbs or Beverly. Okay. Is that because there's more crime or is it just because you feel there's more crime? And when you look at what was not reported, um, what was not reported... Last year, and early this year, I should say, really, when you look at crime numbers, just general violence shootings, gun violence numbers last year, people thought, oh my God, it was odd, unbelievably. Now, that was probably mixed up with the unrest and everything that happened, but the reality is, gun violence-wise, 2020 was less than 2016, but people have very short memories, very short memories, and I am sure the fact that there is more violence- uh, or there are, I shouldn't say, but there is more. There appears to be more violence downtown and in the white areas of the city has the white people and alt-right of the city freaking out because they don't care if the violence happens in black and brown communities, but they don't want it where they want to, you know, when they want to go um, to the Cheesecake Factory or something. They don't want to have to worry about it. So here is Bobby Blue Bird. Bluebird of unhap. I'm surmising it's unhappiness. They, they brings a chart. Homicides in Chicago by year. Great. Why do we care? What context is this? Are you going to try, is this an attempt to link those homicides to Fox's policies? Does that make any sense? Great. Yamaha Sam, this is the problem. Um, And we're going to be publishing something with it later. You know, there's a great uh, meme going around about, you know, data and the different stages and how it's organized and stuff. And when you actually can tell a story. This is meaningless. Congratulations. We had two of the last six years have been really bad. Or 20 and that's 20 and 16 that is not even close to what it was in the 90s. I, I just don't know. I don't know what that brings to the... I don't know what that brings to the table. All right, we're back to our original poster. And by the way, I learned the term, if you look, copaganda. Carl, I got that from you, I think, on Twitter. Um, I stole that term because I use it now. I'll give you credit now for it. Copaganda. There are hundreds of videos of the mayhem taking place. You know this, but it doesn't fit your agenda, so you play dumb. 2018 to 20, retail thefts up at CVS 37%. And crimes with a weapon have doubled. ABC had those stats on earlier day, but but maybe that's propaganda too. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I, I got to tell you, if you're going to make a city safer, what you want to look at is violent crime, not retail theft. It'd be nice to get to have such a safe city that a city can concentrate on retail theft, but otherwise. Who cares? Who cares? I'm sorry. Who cares? I used to work in retail. I used to work in a jewelry business, and we tried to get people, when they stole from us, um, we, we involved the police, and most of the time, we just wanted the stuff back, and most of the time, we got it back. The one time we didn't, we prosecuted a guy. What did it? What good did it do? I wasted two days of work. He got a misdemeanor conviction. It did absolutely nothing for our business. There's a weird fascination and kind of cult thinking by these people Um that somehow prosecuting a retail theft person does anything it actually makes their life worse and makes and they're starting to be emerging science that it actually makes them more likely to reoffend getting involved in the criminal justice system there was a study of 15,000 people on retail theft and they I believe they divided them up into um a control group and a uh, and a treatment group and some they half of the group they didn't prosecute and half of the group they did prosecute And a lot of those were convicted. The ones they put through the system were much more highly likely to reoffend. You're not, whatever the circumstances for causing retail theft, you're not making them better by putting them through the system. All you're doing is making it worse. Um, Two comments from Carol. Do these people care about violence and crime or do they want more government resources going More racist is going to government enforcing social hierarchy, racism enforced by the police. I think that for some people, I think it's a mixture. I think some people are are legitimately scared. And I'm just going to keep up the tweets as I got a couple more to go through. So, Carl, I think some people are legitimately scared, but I think it's a mixture of not understanding crime statistics and and the likelihood of being offended. a victim and i think the other part of it really is that um they're just inundated with this stuff on social media and cwb and facebook and it's just coming at them like i don't care if you see 100 videos from a single incident why do i care and these people like most of those incidents they're seeing on social media were never reported on before because they weren't news it's not like they never happened You mean over the last 20 years, there were never events of violence and fights and stuff in downtown? I can't tell you how many fights I saw and mass fights, 5, 20, 50, 100 people outside of bars at 1 or 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning in River North. They're dreaming. So part of it is fair, not understanding, being bombarded by the media and social media. The media is being pushed by social media and those alt-right outlets to cover it more, to get clicks. And part of it is, Carl, is just pure racism just pure racism whites wanting the police to well one the whites wanting resources going not to helping those people but to punishing those people and to the police to control them they don't want their city looking bad on television which is the whole thing around the prosecution of that idiot from uh uh, i want to say enterprise but that ain't the name of the show um jesse smollett that idiot i'm still trying to get people to tell me what crime he actually committed He's indicted on like something like 16 counts of disorderly conduct. They can't even come up with a crime what he did. He's a moron, no doubt. But people were like, oh, my, see, just an embarrassment. Look how he embarrassed Chicago. Oh, my God. Embarrassment to Chicago. Look at all the politicians. Look at the FOP president saying the rioters on the, uh, the insurrectionists on the sixth, which is now a mile from me. And we're looking back at him in a few days. God, it's Wednesday. Two days, I get him back in our city. Um, That's an embarrassment. But these people want the criminal justice system to punish these people, control it, and stop it from happening. So h- half of it, I'm, I'm saying, there's a certain percentage of just fear and fear of being able to, like, oh, my God, this is creeping into their areas. And the other part, I think, Carl, is sure. They want more Reese's going, going into the social control to control um, people they don't like and want nothing to do at, which is black and brown people. Okay. So here was one of them. And this started – I. I kept this to the last, but this, I put this out towards the end, but I also put it out in the beginning. So answer this, all knowing people, if bond reform and Fox's practices are causing Chicago's crime, why didn't they do that on, on, in 2017, 18, 19, my dog wants to get into this. Um, why did they suddenly have an impact in 20 and 21 facts only in the answers? They have no facts. Bond reform, bail reform came in in late 2016. It was putting the same type of people that they're complaining about being on the street in 20 and 21 in 17, 18, and 19. They were all going to be back on the street in those years. Why didn't that cause massive increases in crime then for those years? Why didn't wait four years? Why didn't it take to the fourth or fifth year? And honestly, in 20 and 21 people, in 20 especially, most people weren't going into prison unless they were very violent. They were just pushing everyone out, bail reform or none, because of COVID. So 20 doesn't even really count as a bail reform year. The courts were shut down for many, many months. What are they talking about? Do they know? Not a chance. Not a chance. These people don't know. Now, here is the funniest thing about this, about the fact that CJP has to be the person Myself, CJP, has to be pushed to defending Fox. I agree with a lot of the things Fox has done, but not all. I think the handling of the Smaller case was a massive, massive, epic failure. Okay. Now, what do I mean by all? This is what I mean by all. I'm the only one in the conversation, ladies and gentlemen, suing Kim Fox in the state's attorney's office. That's right. We sued the office, I think, in 15. They settled in 17. Her office was dishonest, disingenuous, lied, 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 lied. Broke the settlement agreement almost immediately. And in my opinion, knew they were breaking the settlement agreement. We filed more freedom of information requests. They didn't honor them. We tried. We had pre-litigation discussions. They told us to go screw off. So we are suing them. We are a couple of weeks, because we are in September, we're a couple of weeks away from their second and last bite at the apple to get the counts from the previous lawsuit that was settled in 17 dismissed it is my lawyer's opinion that that will get um, dismissed out of hand Um, then it's trouble for them because we have already served them with interrogatories and the question then becomes what's next for them what's next because I'll tell you Of all these idiots talking about how they know everything, we're the ones suing to get the data to prove what they're actually doing. All this data should be open. That's what we're doing. These people should be supporting CJP. We're the ones that are going to prove what the hell is actually going on. And you know, all these idiots that we're dealing with on Twitter, the alt-writers, they hate the media. They hate it. But it's the same thing with this. um, It's the same thing with the vaccine, right? They hate the media. I don't trust them. I hate them. But this is the only place they get their information. Or they're getting it from Facebook from other idiots. But this is white person mostly. White person I knowism. Trumpyism. I know I don't need that common sense. I'm smart. I know. That's what it is. These people don't know nothing about this subject. They don't care. Hey, if these policies were pushing more crime, change them. I'm all for it. There's been one independent study from Loyola University. Go look it up on any of the social media. You're watching this on? Well, it isn't on Twitch. but go to our YouTube channel, Facebook for sure. Um, and look, I interviewed Dave Olson, Don Steeman over the summer, no, over spring, about their study of um, bail reform. They took six or eight months, or a year, or eighteen or eighteen months before and after bail reform, and did it cause more increase in crime? A meaningful did it meaningfully contribute to the increase in crime? Nope. Science, people, science. You want to argue that data? That's fine. I knowism. You're a moron. Sorry, you're an idiot. I knowism. You're a moron. Monday show. Dr. Dave Olson from Loyola, again, they did another study. This time they looked at gun, mostly gun possession prosecutions and convictions throughout the state of Illinois, throughout the state. How many have occurred? What charges do they get? What are their sentences? And here's something, it's in the middle of the show, and you can get it on the pod too. Dave Olson was able to prove that during Kim Fox's tenure, because they actually looked from 2009 to 2020, I think was the dates or 2009 to 2019. They were basically able to prove that when they get a conviction for gun possession, gun possession, unlawful use of weapon 99% of the time, that is gun possession, when they get convictions for that, the sentences in Cook County are longer than the sentences throughout the rest of the state. Why hasn't the media reported on that study? That's another independent, uh, empirical, rigorous study. If someone wants to come to a, come to them or come to us, and fight it, that's fine. Fight the data. I don't want to hear i knowisms. So literally, the data shows Kim Fox's prosecutors are tougher on gun possession than the rest of the state handing out long getting longer sentences because most of those plead yep where's that in the alt-right where's that on chicago Contrarian? where's that on cwb these people don't know what the hell they're talking about and just one last thing these idiots right like cwb this is how stupid they are they don't understand the question we're not saying, or pro-bail reform people, Fox, Evans, we're not saying no one on bail reform, no one out on bail through bail reform has ever committed a violent act again or a crime again. No, we're not. We're saying the vast majority don't. The vast majority show up for court without having to pay bail. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That be the truth. So CWB Chicago, the alt-right outlet that it is, is like starting to catalog these people the number of times that people on bail reform have committed violent offenses. And they're up to 46 over a few months. So let's just say, ladies and gentlemen, that they have 46 over three months and they're summer months. So most likely in the winter months, that would be less because there's just less crime and violence. But let's keep that 46 for a quarter of the year. Let's multiply that by four. That's 160, 24, that's 184. Let's say 200. Just give CWB some extras let's say 500 actually, there's something like 7,000, some shootings. Not to mention robberies, armed robberies, aggravated assaults, aggravated batteries, domestic violence, uh, rapes, sexual assaults. Even if you got the 500, which they're not going to get anywhere near close to 500 in a year, that's not a significant driver in any increase. They don't know what they're talking about. They're so dumb though. They think the number they're collecting is helping them. They're proving us right in their own data collection. They don't care. Facts don't matter. To quote Kellyanne Conway, they're using alternative facts. I have just decided to just treat all of these people Chicago City Wire, CWB, the Chicago Contrarian, i going to treat them all like Trumpers, like you're dealing with the Trump, Trumpers. You're dealing with insurrectionists. Science doesn't matter. Data doesn't matter. One of the tweets I didn't put up was, well, you can twist data any way you want. No, you really can't. You really can't. Not if it's sound empirical work that's open to criticism, getting published in journals, getting reviewed. It's much harder to do it that way, my friend. But you don't have to worry about it because all these people know-isms. This is like the people knowing that, what is it, Nicki Minaj, that um, you get swollen testicles now by taking the um, vaccine. I mean, really, this is just crazy-ass shit. But this is the same shit. It's the same thing. These are very much like the anti-vaxxer people. They know everything. You don't have to worry about science or data or any of that. They know. So these are the arguments you are getting. They know Fox is responsible. Why? Because John are the mo- one of the most trusted voices in Chicago, don't mind the 50 complaints he has while he's been 23 years on the job. Don't mind that the city tried to fire him twice. Don't mind that he's on his third attempt to be fired, which I'm almost guarantee you he's going to be fired this time. And don't mind that he hates every type of person that isn't a straight white male, and he's proven it on social media. Go look at our website, uh, Kanzara, 20, uh, 23 years of misconduct and posting the social media though. When you look at these people on social media and you, and you see those tweets, remember that's who they're believing. That's who they're ready to follow off the cliff. What integrity does a cop have who has 50 complaints? and ladies and gentlemen i think i think i'm working with sources now that at least 30% of those complaints if not much much higher are actually from internal sources that's how bad of a cop is bosses and coworkers complained against him almost every year how bad of a cop do you have to be for that to be true this is who they're believing right this is alt right alt rightism trumpyism and that's how we're just going to treat them Hopefully, we're going to be publishing more on, on, on the publishing habits of these organizations um, because it's pretty gross and grotesque. And basically, CWB is just picking up where the media is mostly left off and uh, uh, leaving a lot of the day-to-day crime stuff to not because it's not that important. Um, but because these idiots see videos on social media because they have such hatred for people of color, especially Fox being one of them, especially people of color in Um, power, Mm -mm. they're just venomous. Okay. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, I really appreciate it. Remember special content coming to the pod, uh, the podcast version of this. Um, Carl, thanks for the comments. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, during the show, any social media comments, drop a comment in or question. I'm happy to incorporate it in the show. If you have ideas. For people, interviews you want on the show, we're trying to get Sharon Williams, if I got his name right, the current Cook County public defender. We've been communicating. We're hopefully going to have him on the show soon. Um, and we're looking for other people to bring on um, to interview. And we're looking for suggestions. So drop us a note at info at chicagojustice.org or hit us up on any of our social media platforms. We'd love to hear from you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I will be back on Friday at 530. Thank you. Have a great day.